Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Today's program is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners. And I want to go ahead and thank our latest Patreon supporters. Thank you to Rory, uh, coming on at the Detective Sergeant level of $7.14 or more per month. Uh, to Teresa coming on at the Shamus level of $4 or more per month, and to Kimberly coming on at the uh, Shamus level of $4 uh, or more per month as well. Thank you so much for your support. And you can also support the show on a one-time basis, support.greatdetectives.net, using the Zelle app, send to box13 at greatdetectives.net, or by mail to Adam Graham, P.O. Box 15913, Boise, Idaho, 83715. Now it's time for this week's episode of Indictment, a Greek tragedy. Indictment, a formal written charge of crime as the basis for trial of the accused. If the balanced scales of justice are to remain righted, there must be trials. There must be convictions. The vital step which leads inexorably to these is the accusation of guilt by the grand jury. The indictment. Indictment. The story you're about to hear is from New York City and is based on stories of the criminal law with authentic procedures as detailed by Eliezer Lipsky, former assistant district attorney of New York. It is the assistant district attorney who directs criminal investigations, assembles facts and witnesses, builds the case to a just indictment. <laughs> Special Bureau, Detective Russo. Who is District Attorney who break up drug cases I read about in papers, please? Uh, you want Mr. McCormick. Hold on. Head on four. Sounds like we're tuned in on the Acropolis. Okay, Tom. This is Mr. McCormick. Can I help you? No, I help you. You got pencil, paper? Yes, who is this, please? Never mind. You just write down Socrates Aristopoulos. 427 Morningside Lane. 427. What apartment? 4B. You go check camera case in Socrates' room. You'll find plenty of marijuana. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Did you hear that, Tom? Yeah, I heard it, but I can't spell it. 4B at 427 is good enough for me. Wish they were all as specific as that on a tip. But dig that crazy jazz. <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Aristopoulos? Yes, what is it? Well, my name is Russo. I'm from the district attorney's office. This is Mr. McCormick. He's an assistant district attorney. How do you do? Police, you must have got wrong place. Oh, that's all right, ma'am. We're just checking on some people who may have bought some cameras they didn't know were stolen. Oh, ma'am. 
my son Socrates just by camera. Uh, would you mind if Detective Russo checked the number, please? Of course not. You come in. Come in. Thank you. Excuse me. I turn off the phonograph. Socrates' room is over there. Plato's over there. My husband is patriotic Greek. He gave them famous names, no? Would you check, Mr. Russo? Yes, sir. I call my boys from the store, yes? I take it they work for their father. Oh, yes. But Socrates goes away to college next September. Oh. Genius. Big scholarship. Work with science. Atom. Atomic energy? Yes. Same like in Greek. Energia. Mr. McCormick. Excuse me a moment, Mrs. Aristopoulos. You want I call Socrates? Well, I'll let you know in a moment. What have you got, Tom? See for yourself, Ed. Full of reefers. Hmm. Where were they? Right in the camera case. Something's wrong. Hmm? How so? I hear Socrates is a genius-type scholarship student. Yeah, proves nothing. Let's pick him up. Hiya, Mark. What's for dinner? How's my girl? Save us oh, the trouble. lucky you come. Police are here. Police? Socrates Aristopoulos? Yes? McCormick, District Attorney's Office. Special Bureau. I don't get it. Would you mind coming in here? Hey, what is this? Shut up, Plato. What's wrong? It's nothing to like him. It's only about the cameras. What about it? Uh, come in and shut the door, please. I... I don't understand. It's just that I didn't want your mother to find out about this. What is it? Detective Russo here just found it in your camera case. Well, what is it? Listen, what's going on here? Marijuana. You're joking. Yeah, smell them. How do I know what marijuana smells like? How do I know you didn't plant it? That doesn't make sense. This detective and I came here on a direct tip. That's how we knew where to look. But that's impossible. I don't believe it. You deny possession of this drug? Of course I do. For goodness sake, sir, I'm, I'm standing by to go to Rochester University on a full scholarship. My, my father's one of the most respected merchants in the Greek-American community. Our family... For Pete's sake, would I have a thing like that around? This is crazy. All right, how about your brother? Does he have access to your room? Of course he does. But Plato doesn't go for that stuff either. What does he go for? Oh, books and theater and... Look, Mr. McCormick, this is just a horrible mistake. I, I respect your integrity as an officer and I have to take your word, but it's just impossible. Is this your camera case? Of course it is, but... Did anyone else have access to this? Well, no, but what would I be doing with All right. This? You better go along downtown with Detective Russo. Downtown? What for? The usual thing. Fingerprinting. Stand still, son. Hey, you don't have to frisk me. What do you think I... I'm under arrest. What do you think? Mr. McCormick, I... what's my father going to think? Plato! Plato, go get Pa, quick! Plato! Socrates, I'm going to level with you. You're in a pack of trouble. Mr. McCormick, I swear, I, I swear that marijuana didn't belong to me. I, I wouldn't know what to do with it if it did. Sir, I'm a science major. Don't you think I realize what marijuana is? Suppose you tell me. Why, it's nothing but hashish. Cannabis indica. Do you think I could have made Phi Beta in physics and gotten a full scholarship at Rochester University if I were a hashish addict? 
Can't you see it's just plain impossible? The fact remains that it was in your possession. Mr. McCormick, you... You've been very fair with me. And I appreciate the fact that you have to go on what you've got, but... Look, you say that you got a tip that the marijuana was in my room. More specific than that. In your camera case. All right. Now, please don't take offense at this, but... I'm going to overlook the fact that you made an illegal search of my room without a warrant. Because I'm just as anxious to get this straightened out as you are. And the question is, who was that tipster? We've gone through this before. Are you sure you don't have any enemies? Mr. McCormick, I've been too busy studying to make any friends or enemies. You haven't been dating some girl behind somebody's back, uh, somebody's wife? Absolutely not. I've been working up lab papers, writing my thesis, going for interviews with various graduate faculties. Mr. McCormick, this thing can ruin me. Kill my father. All right, let's put it this way. Let's accept for the moment that for some obscure reason of your own, you did purchase that marijuana. No, sir. Absolutely untrue. experimentation, perhaps. No, sir. I say let's accept the fact for the moment. Now, I won't promise anything. But if you were to tell me where you got it, it would be much more important to knock over a source of supply than an individual user. Well, what do you say, Socrates? I say I've heard of people being trapped like this and having no answer to anything but the plain, ordinary truth, I didn't do it. But I never thought it could happen to me. Mr. McCormick, so help me, God, you're making a terrible mistake. Special Bureau, Russo. Mr. Russo, will you tell Mr. McCormick that Mr. Aristopoulos is outside? Which one, Miss Levinson? Evangelos. Now, hold on. Ed, the boy's father's outside. You want to see him? Oh, all right. Send him in, Miss Levinson. How is he going to take it? I don't know, Tom, but what else can we do? The kid's record is clear. He hasn't an enemy in the world who would have called in a revenge tip. I still have to go with what I've got. Come in. Mr. McGordon. Yes, Mr. Aristopoulos. Mr. McGordon, your father. Please, Mr. Aristopoulos, you'll have to let the law take its course. Sir, what will happen to my boy? Well... Unless he gives me the source of that marijuana, he'll be arraigned in felony court charged with possession of narcotics. And then? You can apply for bail and he'll be held for special sessions. And if he's found guilty, jail. And if he's found innocent, a wonderful boy is dragged through the mud. Well, if he's found innocent, I don't think it'll be held against him. But I don't think he'll be found innocent. Aman, oh, Aman, oh, you are killing my life. Have you, have you spoken to the boy? I've tried to persuade him that honesty is the best policy for him. Frankly, we're not so much interested in the occasional user of drugs as we are in their source of supply. You mean, if you find the big man in marijuana, you let my boy go? Nothing of the kind. I mean that some cooperation on his part will enable me to handle the case much differently before the court. Uh, he's hopeless. I'm afraid so. Mr. Russo has been investigating your son for the last couple of days, and his record is perfectly clean. A fine boy, a wonderful boy. I agree, but just the same. Mr. Russo, does Mr. McCormick want to talk to Mr. Aristopoulos? Excuse me, please, Mr. Aristopoulos. He's right here already. Plato Aristopoulos. Oh. What is it, Tom? The other boy's outside. All right, I'll see him. Send him in, Miss Levinson. Mr. Aristopoulos, that was your other son. What? What does he want? I don't know. Don't you? My God. What is happening to my family? Come in. Mr. McCormick. 
Pa. Flutter, flutter, I'm going crazy. I, I know, Pa. I just want to... Mr. McCormick. Yes? Have you got a place where I can talk to my father alone? Certainly. Go right in there. I, I don't understand what is going on. What are you doing down here? Who is at the store? Pa, I closed the store. This is important. Come on, I want to talk to you. Turn up the volume, Tom. Huh? You know something about the blood? Yes, fine. I know he's more important than I am. But what kind of talk is this important? Not important. Both of my sons I love. Both of my sons are important. What are you saying? I'm saying, Pa, I'm just a nut. I'm going to spend the rest of my life dreaming about being on the stage and slunking out in school and end up behind the counter in the store. But you're too crazy. What does this to do with Socrates? You love him better. What are you saying? You're proud of him. You talk about him all the time. Well, he's going to be a big man. You know that. Well, I don't want to see your heart busted on account of this. Pa, I'm going back in there and tell him it was my tea. Tea? What is tea? Marijuana, Pa. I'm going to tell him it was mine. Why? Why? Can't you see, Pa? So don't let sock off and give him a clean record. What does it matter what happens to me? But... But it is not your marijuana. No. You would do this for your brother? No, not for him, Pa. I've got to be honest with you. All my life I've been standing in his shadow. But i got to be honest. You mean a lot more to me than him. And if i got to go to jail so he can get off and be a big man, that's okay with me so long as you don't get hurt. Oh, you... Gosh. You love me so much? Pa, you don't know. You don't know. Oh, Plato, Plato. Besides you. Amanda. There's that word again. Amanda. Amanda. Please, Tom. Plaza, Plaza, my brave boy, my wonderful oh, It's all right, it's all right. Just a couple of years and I'll be out. They won't hold a jailbird brother against Doc. If I ever done you wrong, may I cut off my hand? Come on, Thomas. Get it over with. Well, that does it. I can't take that plea, though. Hey, I got a hunch. Save it. Mine's hotter. Mr. McCormick. My son wants... Let me call at me. Mr. McCormick, my brother Socrates... No, no, I cannot... Please, let you Pa, I know what I'm doing. Listen, Mr. McCormick, Sock's innocent. That was my stash of tea. Really? Yes, sir, I swear. Are you sure you know what you're doing? I know my brother's innocent. He doesn't know from marijuana any more than the man in the well, moon. Let me ask some questions, Plato. You say that was your marijuana. Yes, sir. Where did you get it? No, no, I cannot let them do this, please. It's all right, Mr. Aristopoulos. Go on, Plato. Name your source. Rat Henry. Where does he hang out? He operates out of a record shop on 43rd Street. What's he look like? He's a mountain of fat, uh, three chins, clothes like a circus tent. All right. When did you buy the stash? Last week. Uh-uh. Sorry. I personally sent Fat Henry up for five years last month. Oh, no, I, I took from him up until then, see, then... This was something I had left over. I mean, he left it at the shop for me. A drop, huh? Yes, sir. Then what? Sir? What did you do after you bought it? I went home and planted it in Socrates' camera case. You're sure? So help me. Why? Never mind. I... Yeah. I was afraid the record shop might have been watched and I, I might have been tailed or something. So I... I stashed it where nobody think of looking. Mm-hmm. Plato, do you ever have tea parties in your room? Sir? Do you and your friends ever smoke marijuana in your room? Mr. McCormick, I cannot let the boy do this. 
It's all a terrible mistake, please. You don't want these little boys. You want the big men. The men who sell them the marijuana and behind them, the men who smuggle it. Is right, is true. That's true, Mr. Aristopoulos, but if you only wait a no, moment... No, not one moment more. Plato, I forbid you to say another word. McCormick, I must talk to you alone. All right, Mr. Aristopoulos. Mr. Russo, would you take Plato into that room and get the rest of his story? Yes, sir. Mr. McCormick, I give you, I give you the biggest smuggler in the world for marijuana. I can use him, Mr. Aristopoulos, but first things first. A deal, Mr. McCormick, a deal. If I give you big man, you let the both boys go, I, I prove to you that both good boys, both innocent, one ready to sacrifice himself for brother. I can't promise anything, but I'd be willing to hear your story. It's very simple. It's the story of a Greek who makes a lot of money smuggling, then gives up, lives honestly, <laughs> until his sins catch up with him and his own sons have to pay. Who are you, Mr. Aristopoulos? Nick the Greek. Smuggler no country ever catch. Nick the Greek. Are you a legend? I don't know what legend means, but I'm real. Can you prove that? I can do better than that. I let my friends know I'm back in business, and I tell you how to knock over every ship that comes in with the drugs. Prove your Nick the Greek. Prove it. All right. I mentioned one ship. Lodi Canius, right? right? Just before the war, right? Mm -hmm. Inspectors go overboard with fine tooth comb, right? Find nothing. That's right. But what was Lodi Canius carrying, I ask you? You tell me. Shoes. Greek sleepers, thick leather soles. Where's my briefcase? Okay. Like this. This is one of those shoes, Mr. McCormick. I keep this around. I don't know why. Maybe for insurance in case I got broke. Maybe to show I stamp on the dirty business now. I am free American citizen. Here, here, look, examine. Plain, ordinary Greek peasant slipper. Well, you tell me, Mr. Aristotle. You take this slipper to federal people. Take knife. Cut soles apart. You think leather glued together? It's laminated, all right. But the glue. Mr. McCormick, marijuana is hashish, sapped from hemp plant. Mm -hmm. Make the Greek invent this glue made from pure marijuana sap. Scrape it off. You got plenty marijuana. Devilish. Yes. Yes, I was devil once. Now my sin catches up with my own sons. Enough? Enough to prove? Enough, yes, but Mr. Wait, I... I promise you, you break the whole racket from near east when Nick the Greek goes back into business. Then you let my boys go? Mr. Aristopoulos or Nick, whichever you are, you're trying to sacrifice yourself for your boys, It's but... no sacrifice, Mr. McCormick. Nick the Greek is no good to you in jail, but outside, knocking off the smugglers is very useful. For this, it is worth turning loose my two... Wonderful boys. <laughs> believe me, Mr. McCormick, believe me, I am smart too. I, I, I know statute of limitations is run out against my crime of smuggling, so it's really nothing you can do against me but to save my wonderful boys. What is matter? Why you look at me 
Mr. McCorbick, please. The statute of limitations on smuggling has run out, Nick. But how about your naturalization? Natural... I, 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 what will I Uncle Sam say when he finds out? Uh, and it's my duty to tell the immigration department that a naturalized citizen has falsified his application and changed his name. Huh? Mr. Aristopoulos, Nick the Greek was a wanted known criminal. And if you are that man, the United States does not want you. You'll be deported. Oxemus! What have I done? Mr. McCorbick. Mr. McCorbick! You've ruined your family irreparably unless the university overlooks Socrates' father's record. And Plato, Plato! Plato! Let me show you the kind of boy you raised in him. Mr. Russo, bring Plato in here, huh? Yes, sir. All right, Plato, why'd you do it? Why, to hide the stuff where nobody That's not it. what I meant. Why did you frame your brother? No. No! I, I just mean to frame him. How'd you find out? You admitted you stashed the stuff in his camera case? Yes. Well, who else could imitate a Greek accent well enough to give an anonymous tip over the phone and make it stick? Ah, oh, come on, kid. Why'd you do it? I don't know. It was a crazy idea. I... No, no. You might as well know. He was always Socrates. Socrates, the genius, the wonder boy. Socrates makes five days. I, I flunk. Socrates gets to go to college. Do I get a chance to go to dramatic school to make something out of myself? Oh, no, no. I'm nothing. Just good enough to work in the store. So I figured a way to get Pa on my side for a change. Yeah. And to do that, I figured if you got Socrates and I went to bat for it... Ah, uh, what's the use? He's innocent. And I stole the marijuana from Fat Henry's cash. That's a laugh, isn't it? Plato. You did all this a plan? Sacrifice yourself for Socrates? So I would love you. That's about the way it was, Pa. I'm sorry, see... Maybe I'd better go to jail. You and Sot just forget about me. Live your life. Forget about me. Mr. Bricordovic. Sorry, Mr. Aristopoulos. Mr. Russo, take no. Mr. Aristopoulos over to Narcotics and let them check his story out. I'm sorry. It's out of my hands. Mr. I don't get it. Oh. Where were they taking you, Pop? What about Sot? What about me? I'll tell you later, Plato. But right now, let's leave it at this. Trying to build yourself up. Avant. You may have ruined your brother's chances for a future. You may have ruined your father. Avant. And you're getting a fingerprint record. What? What? Please, Mr. McCormick, what's it all about? You're under arrest for possession of narcotics. What's going to happen to me? I don't know. All I know is that your father tried to sacrifice himself for you. No matter how it turns out, you weren't worth it. Well, send your brother Socrates home to your mother. You'll need him. Here it is, Ed. First time I ever knew we had this dictionary in the library. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Amun. Um, um, uh, how do you spell it? Yeah, let me find it. Ah, here. Hmm? Yeah, here we are. Amun. Yeah. Expression of sorrow, woe, alas. Well, that sums it up. Alas. The story you just heard was drawn from New York City and based on stories of the criminal law as detailed by Eliezer Lipsky, 
former assistant district attorney. The names of all persons and places were changed. Indictment is written by Alan Sloan, produced by Nathan Kroll, and directed by David Hebb. Nat Poland is featured as Edward McCormick, Jack Arthur as Tom Russo. Also in the cast were Joe DeSantis, Kivele Aliki, Barry Robinson, Peter Fernandez, and Ruth Tobin. Listen next week at the same time for another indictment. Indictment has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. Welcome back. Well, that really, the title really fits. Now, of course, it may be an open question as to whether the father actually would end up getting deported. That's going to be a question for uh, the federal government. And if he's willing to render cooperation, not end up staying, but obviously that's entirely outside the hands of the assistant uh, district attorney. But regardless, a lot of difficulty caused as a result of one son's jealousy, as well as, you know, the father's unwillingness to be supportive of his son's efforts at building a career. Although there may be additional reasons for that that you just can't get in this sort of 20-some uh, minute uh, audio drama. I did wonder a bit about them tricking the mother to get into uh, the son's room to uh, search the camera bag. Not certain if that it would be legal today or even if it was uh, okay back in 1958, but I, I did wonder about that. Certainly, the college student thought that was the case, but his specialty wasn't law, so I, I, I wouldn't consider that gospel truth or anything like that. All right, well, some listener comments and feedback. Teresa writes, I am really enjoying Johnny Dollar. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for becoming 
one of our Patreon supporters. And I also want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Melanie. Melanie's been one of our Patreon supporters since June 2016, currently supporting us at the rookie level of $2 or more per month. Thank you so much for your support, Melanie. And that will do it for today. Join us back here on Monday for Box 13. And then next Tuesday, we're going to get into Ahara. And we'll be back next Saturday with another episode of Indictment. In the meantime, send your comments to Box13 at GreatDetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. And become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.